Hello and welcome to the reboot of Screen Stream. Now, if you were a fan of the show before, you'll notice that I killed the old RSS feed and I decided to reboot the show because I just didn't like the way it turned out. I am your overly excited host, James Gass. I'm not Jim Nightshade. I was at one time, but I thought that was stupid, so I decided to go all natural and not do like a, a whole gimmicky kind of thing. And uh, just decided to reboot the show as James Gass, because that's who I am. Now, just a little bit of history on myself. I have been a fan of horror films since a very young age, probably around the third grade. I take that back, probably around the second grade. And that was when we got our first, uh, what do you call it, uh, pay-per-view box. And I remember my parents rented the very first nightmare on Elm street. And I snuck downstairs and, uh, kind of crouched behind the chair, my dad's reclining chair and, and sat there and watched the, the first nightmare on Elm street on pay-per-view. And that was my first real experience with horror. And ever since then, I just realized I, I loved it. I loved being scared. I loved the thrill and the joy of watching, uh, monster movies and I have to say, the the way I was able to get over all this stuff was I, I realized that, you know what, if all of this was real, the cameraman would be dead too. And that's how I got over my fear of horror films and fully fell in love with them. And ever since that first Nightmare on Elm Street, I decided, you know what, horror films is what I love and I started drawing different types of monsters and all this other stuff and and fell in love with the genre. And my mother, who's hardcore Christian, thought that I, I was somehow <laughs> possessed by the devil or thought I was uh, – she thought I was a strange kid. And I was a strange kid. I mean, we're all kind of strange in our own little way. But, I, I, hell, I, I, I don't know. She, she thought I was a little bizarre. And maybe I am a little bizarre. But you know what? I, I love horror films, and, and that's why I want to do this podcast. Um, we recently ended our our other show called Two Mugs in a Movie. And on that show, we reviewed different styles of, of films. Uh, but I, I didn't think we did enough horror. So that's why I started Scream Stream. I started it under a different name, Jim Nightshade. And I thought, you know what? This just isn't going anywhere. It's, it's cheesy. I don't feel, it doesn't feel real to me. It feels fake and it feels phony. I'm going to kill it, reboot it, and let's see what happens. And this is what I'm doing now. So I'm rebooting stream, uh, scream stream. <laughs> um, so there you go. This, this is our very first episode of the reboot. Again, I'm James Gass. And if you want to fo follow me on Twitter, it's at James Gass, G-A-S-S. -S. Just remember, just like gasoline, but two S's. <laughs> My dad used to say that to everybody he talked to on the phone. It was really embarrassing, but sometimes that's just the way things are. If you want to find this on Google+, just do a search for Scream Stream and circle, circle our page. And it will be awesome because we post updates there. Uh, or I, I should say I post updates there. Oh, I'm not doing a Facebook page because of, of various reasons. I just don't like Facebook. I don't like the way they're going with their pages 
to Facebook. Facebook actually said this now. They stated that page managers should look at Facebook pages differently. They shouldn't look at them as ways to create a community around original content, but they should look at Facebook pages as a way to generate revenue, uh, ad based revenue for Facebook. And I, to me, that's, that's completely disgusting. So I'm not going to create a Facebook page. I'll just say, if you want to find us, go to Google, Google plus and circle our page there, or the best way to interact with me, to find me, to ask me questions is through our website. And that is screamstreamcast.blogspot.com. And that's the best way to, to, to contact me. You can post comments on each uh, episode. Uh, you can find my email address there. But uh, yeah, the, the website and Twitter at James Gas. So for this episode, I have a new little segment that I'm going to do called The Shit List. And what is The Shit List? Well, it's essentially films that I look through on Netflix, and I watch a lot of horror. And sometimes I'll start a horror film, and I'll get you know maybe 25, 30 minutes into it and decide, man, this is just shit. I cannot sit here and watch this damn movie anymore. And I'll just back out of it. So the shit list are those films, those films that I start to watch and just decide that they're absolutely so horrible that I cannot even bear to continue watching them. So what's on this week's shit list on this week's shit list. We have don't look in the cellar. Now I'll say when I looked at this on Netflix, it had kind of a cool, it had kind of a cool cover art. It was like this hand going through like this stair stair rail thing and, and, and like this scary face or something. Uh, it looked kind of cool from the cover. And then when I started watching it, I realized, wow, this is just pure garbage. The camera work was terrible. The story was terrible. It made no sense. Uh, it, it, I just couldn't get into it. I feel like a film by the time we hit the 30 minute mark, I should be fully involved in the film. I should be enthralled with it. I should be sitting there with my eyes wide open, waiting for the next thing to happen. And this just didn't do it for me. The next film on the shit list is one, two, three scream, or also known as the end of the road. And this is a film about ghost hunters going out to this remote cabin out in bumfuck zoo Egypt somewhere. I believe it's Montana uh, or Colorado. It could be either one of those places, but you know, at first I thought this was going to be a found footage film. It is not Michael Dorn who played Worf was in this, uh, the ball headed guy from star Trek, the next generation and star Trek deep space nine was in this. I thought they were supposed to, I thought they were going to be the whole movie. No, they weren't. They're in the very first five minutes of the film. And I got to about 45 minutes and something happened. And I was like, you know what? This is bullshit. This is your typical wannabe twist kind of thing. Let's not. So I, I killed it right there. Uh, it's called one, two, three scream or end of the road. This is not on Netflix, but it is on Hulu uh, or Hulu plus 
I'm not sure if it's free. I subscribe to Hulu Plus because I do like the service. There are things that I can watch there that I can't watch on Netflix. Uh, but I, I saw this on Hulu Plus, and I'm like, you know what? No, that that's it. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, the next, the last film on my shit list is La Llorona, and apparently this is actually a real a real legend in South America about some screaming lady ghost person. I started watching the film as a really low budget five friend type of type of movie. And you know, the five friends, you know, five friends go to a cabin and blah, blah, blah. Five friends spend the night in woods and blah, blah, blah. And five friends do such and such and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so it's a five friend kind of movie. It was poorly shot. Uh, it looked like it was shot on 16 millimeter film and if you watch soap operas, you know exactly how that looks. It was just a terrible movie, and I had to stop it. I got about 35 minutes into it. And here's the thing. I'll, if, if you're a film that I've never heard of, I've never watched, I'll give you 35 minutes of my time, and that's it. Uh, sometimes 45, but my typical cutoff is 35 minutes into the film. If I'm not fully involved by 35 minutes, you're done. I'm done with you and I will toss you out like yesterday's garbage or yesterday's Chinese buffet leftovers. Boom. You're gone. That's it. So that's my shit list for this week. Let's get into the full review. Bumper music. Uh. All right. So for this week's review, we're going to go back to the classics and the classics that I'm talking about this week is uh, a film from Mario Bava, who is one of the great Italian filmmakers. Uh, I, I guess you can call him great. He had a few flops, a few films that, that just didn't really do it for me. But the film we're going to talk about is Lisa and the Devil. Lisa and the Devil was made in 1973. It is an Italian horror film. The original title was Lisa e il Diavolo. Diavolo? I guess it's Italian. Uh, we'll say it's Italian. It has a 6.4 on IMDb. And for the brief plot synopsis, surreal goings on at a Spanish villa in this poetic horror fa fairy tale, which was crassly re-edited into The House of Exorcism for the U.S. release. Uh, that's a very terrible plot synopsis. But whatever, sometimes these things are really bad on IMDb. Now, it was directed by Mario Bava. It was written by Bava and Alfredo Leon, and it stars Telly Savalas, Elke Summer, Silva, Silva Koskina, and uh, a bunch of other folks. Uh, I'll have to say this. Telly Savalas, who was also a Kojak back in the 70s, stole the show from every actor in this movie. Now, they all did a pretty good job. They were all good at what they did. But Telly Savalas, man, uh, he's bald-headed, uh, very ominous-looking guy. But he, he completely stole the show from everybody in this movie. And I'll say this about the film. It is long. It, it is a slow burn. And when I say slow burn, I mean slow burn. It was good, though. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was really unique. I thought it was a, a lot of fans describe this film as a nightmare on celluloid. And I would have to do, I, I would have to agree. It's very odd, 
very bizarre. You sometimes you you don't really know what's going on, but I really enjoyed the movie. But I'll say this: at the end, I'm like, "What the fuck just happened?" It it just kind of left off like, "Okay, well we're done now. <laughs> Bye, credits." <laughs> I was like, "What? What? What really happened?" I'll also say this: it was it was kind of um, standard horror up until like the third act. When the third act started, uh, one of the main, more handsome characters, uh, his name was. Max Maximilian. His name was Maximilian, uh, played by Alessio, Alessio Orono. I'm probably butchering that, but that's okay. Uh, he gets Nate. Well, first he, um, he, he drugs the main character, Lisa, strips off all of her clothes, gets naked and tries to have sex with her while she's uh, unconscious next to or next next to his his uh his his girlfriend who is a skeleton yes a full blown dead skeleton that that's when everything took a really bizarre twist and at the end of the film lisa wakes up and there are like trees growing inside of the room where she was sleeping and she walks out of the house and it looks like all run down uh, it, it, it was really bizarre. It's like she stepped out of a whole time warp. The film took place during the seventies, but when she walked to the house, it looked like it had been sitting there unoccupied for at least a hundred years. It was really bizarre, really weird. And then she gets on a plane and there is uh Telly Savalas, who's the housekeeper or whatever. And looks at her, and then she's dead. It, I don't know, man. It was just really bizarre. I think this evening I'm going to go back and watch the House of the the House of Exorcism, which was the American version, and maybe that'll make more sense. Uh, I I doubt it. It maybe the movie wasn't supposed to make sense. Maybe it was supposed to be this whole dreamlike thing. Because you know, a lot of times when you wake up from a dream, you don't know what the hell happened. You're like, what was that about? I had one last night where this guy blew his brains out with a pellet gun and the fragments of the back of his skull flew off and, and he fell fell forward and uh, his partner in crime was digging through the back of his opened, open skull and there were a pair of eyes there and uh, the guy had eyes in the back of his brain. It was very strange, very strange dream. And that was similar to what this was. I woke up and I'm like, what the fuck, man? And at the end of this movie, I'm like, what the fuck, man? I, I don't know what happened. It, it's just so bizarre, but it kept me, it, it really kept me on the edge of my seat through the whole movie. I'm, I'm just like, whoa, what is happening? It's very bizarre. I love it. I love the shit out of it. Now I'll tell you like this though. Baba has done some really bad films. He did a film called, a Bay of Blood, which was, it'll probably make my shit list in some further future episode, but it was really bad. I mean, he's, he's done some really good movies like Kill Baby Kill, and he did uh, The Evil Eye, which was good, Black Sunday, which is a great film, uh, and then he did some really bad stuff, uh, like Four Times That Night, Rabid Dogs. 
So Bava has been kind of hit and miss for me, but you know, th- this one was great. I loved it. I loved the story. I loved all the acting. All the acting was great. But again, Telly Savalas, man, just stole the damn show. Stole the show. So there you go. Well, that's all I have for this episode of Scream Stream. I want to thank you for joining me and listening to me uh, ramble on about films, horror films. Join me next week as I review Contracted, which is a great, great indie film from Eric England. And you can follow him on Twitter, Eric underscore England. Uh, it was a great film, and I will review that next week along with my shit list. So until then, screamers, sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Peace.